0: Have you ever thought you might know better than God how to raise your kids? I confess, I have. Let's dig into the Word and see how respecting God keeps us on the right path. Stick around to listen to the Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids podcast. Parenting a child with special needs requires extraordinary courage, strength, and perseverance. But what if you feel you don't have all that it takes? What if you're just ordinary? Annie Yorty is mom to Alyssa, who has Down syndrome. She's trusting God to put the extra in her ordinary parenting. Each Monday, she invites ordinary moms to pause for encouragement straight from the Bible and offers practical application that addresses the unique concerns that come along with raising children with special needs. Today's Bible encouragement reveals God knows the best priorities and wants us to respect and follow Him. Hello, and welcome to Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids, where special needs moms find Bible encouragement. I'm your host, Annie Yorty, an ordinary mom who's right beside you in the trenches of the daily battle to mother your special needs child with grace and hope. Let's see what God has for us today. Our Bible encouragement comes from 1 Samuel, chapter 31, verses 5 through 14. I'm reading all scripture from the New Living Translation. How do you know Saul and Jonathan are dead? David demanded of the young man. The man answered, I happened to be on Mount Gilboa, and there was Saul leaning on a spear with the enemy chariots and charioteers closing in on him. When he turned and saw me, he cried out for me to come to him. How can I help? I asked him. He responded, Who are you? I am an Amalekite, I told him. Then he begged me, Come over here and put me out of my misery, for I am in terrible pain and want to die. So I killed him, the Amalekite told David, for I knew he couldn't live. Then I took his crown and his armband, and I have brought them here to you, my lord. David and his men tore their clothes in sorrow when they heard the news. They mourned and wept, and fasted all day for Saul and his son Jonathan, and for the Lord's army and the nation of Israel, because they had died by the sword that day. Then David said to the young man who had brought the news, Where are you from? And he replied, I am a foreigner, an Amalekite, who lives in your land. Why were you not afraid to kill the Lord's anointed one? David asked. Where we pick up the story of David, it had been years since he had been anointed or chosen by God to become the king of Israel. He was in a holding pattern, waiting patiently for God's timing. Then a man came to report the current king, Saul, had died in battle. David was immediately suspicious. The man claimed to have helped Saul die at the time he was mortally wounded. In fact, this Amalekite had not been with Saul at his death. He was telling a lie to curry favor with David, who would become the next king. He assumed David would be happy he had killed Saul. The Amalekite did not know David very well. He apparently had not heard how David revered God so much he showed mercy to Saul on more than one occasion when he could have killed him. David asked the man a key question. Why were you not afraid to kill the Lord's anointed one? In other words, don't you have some fear and respect for the God of the universe, who alone has the power and authority to install and remove kings? Psalm 75 7 So what does all this business about kings and killing have to do with ordinary moms of extraordinary kids? We can learn a lesson from the Amalekite who lied and schemed, apparently, to get ahead. In his world, this behavior made sense. He was just looking out for himself. We can easily fall into the Amalekite's mindset. We get all kinds of advice from support groups, professionals, and friends about how to take care of our children. It makes sense. We see everyone else going down the same path. What if their counsel doesn't agree with God's word. Often the guidance we receive from others differs from God's righteous ways. David encountered this situation many times. His men urged him to kill Saul so he could speed up the process to become king, but he rejected their folly. We too must determine to respect God's plan for our lives. How can we know if the advice we receive matches the Bible? I know of only one way. We need to study the Bible regularly to judge the wisdom and truth of the messages we hear. As we read and study the Bible more and more, God helps us spot and avoid the wrong paths. Let me suggest a few steps to help you develop a habit of learning from God's Word. Number 1. Read a small passage of the Bible every day. Try to set aside a regular time when you'll have a few quiet minutes. Number two, journal about what the text shows about God's character and his instructions for you. You might also note if the verses indicate how God thinks about you or what he desires for you. Number three, choose a verse once per week to memorize and meditate upon. Number four, Pray and ask God to help you evaluate your choices based on what you've learned from the Bible. In Matthew 6.33, we discover God's priority for our lives, including raising our children. Jesus said, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. We can count on this promise. Let's wrap up with one final detail from the scheming Amalekite. In his mind, the lie he told seemed harmless enough, but in the end, David put him to death for disrespecting God and killing King Saul. His faulty human reasoning reminds me of Proverbs 14, verse 12. There is a path before each person that seems right, but in the end, it leads to death. Let's make sure we stay in God's word so we know his ways and stay on his path as we raise our children. Let's pray. Father, I confess I struggle to stay on your path. Thank you for the reminder from this episode in David's life that shows veering from your righteousness leads to bad consequences and ultimately to death. Please help me to respect and know you through a study of the Bible so I can follow your priorities as I raise my children. I pray in the name of Jesus, my righteousness. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. I pray you found encouragement for your spirit from God's word. You can find links to resources and more encouragement in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode of Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids. I look forward to being with you again next week.